Hey, everybody. It's uh, Sean and Jack here. Hello. Uh, we are uh, here just to tell you a little bit of information. It's going to take us a few more weeks to get uh, Oathbringer up and ready to, for release. Uh, we are very sorry uh, that we don't have anything for your earballs for the next little bit. Um, we're hopeful in the next two or three weeks that we're going to have something ready for you. Um, the recording is going a little bit slower than expected. We had to um, adjust our release of Edge Dancer in order to be able to... I mean, be involved in the amazing Kickstarter with, Storm, uh, with yeah. the Stormlight Minis Kickstarter with Brotherwise Games. So we're very fortunate that we were able to do it. But it did handcuff us by three weeks of being able to record and release. So we are taking a little bit of time here to do some recording, and we will have uh, Oathbringer ready for you in a little bit. But coming up in this bonus episode is something we recorded, I think it was last year at the Cottage, right? Yeah, the Halloween episode. Yeah, we talked about what was scary in uh, Stormlight Archive, and we kind of mm-hmm. talked a little bit about what was well, like what were our things that we found very scary and scary movies. I think Mike uh, Craftmaster Mike joined us for that conversation too near the end. And mm-hmm. um, you uh, you wanted to ask me something right now. What what was it that you wanted to ask? I me? I wanted to s- just pick your brain just just simply because we're in the month mm-hmm. of Halloween. Yeah. Um. What what do you think are so far in our reading, right up to the first few chapters here of Oathbringer? What are the most scary characters of the Stormlight Archive? Scary characters. Yeah, like like who's like who's the uh you know, who's the Jason Voorhees, the Freddy Krueger, the, the Michael, the Michael Myers, Myers or of the, this? I mean of this, yeah. One of them has to be Zeth, right? Yeah, of course. When you're when Zeth, you're in the castle in uh, Yakaved and he's slaughtering all your men while crying about it, saying sorry, that's pretty fucking scary shit. Yeah, but who's he like? Who's he like? Like is is okay. Let's just discuss uh, Jason Voorhees. Let's let's just go to these classic horror characters. Okay, who's like is, Jason? Voorhees? Is is there like a lumbering? You know, sure something that just won't die. Yeah, for sure there is. I think it's darkness. He moves slowly, measured. Right. He doesn't have to hurry because uh, his catching but you darkness, is inevitable. But didn't darkness get a hug? Yeah, but that's, I mean, at the end he did. <laughs> but yeah. while so, he's hunting So that's them. the ending. So we got to write Paramount Pictures and tell them that that's the proper ending for Jason Voorhees. Yeah. The guy needs a hug. Yeah, you don't, the, the way that you get rid of him isn't to send him to space. It's no. to give him a it's hug. It's not to send him to space. No. I actually have a friend of mine who was in that movie. Really? In Jason um, X? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard yeah. that um I heard that originally <laughs> he was going to be just regular Jason in a spaceship hunting people. Yeah. But they were like, "No, let's upgrade him so he gets like yeah. he's metal Jason or whatever. <laughs> Bionic <laughs> Jason mask." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. Um I I I I think you're right. I think ultimately you're right that darkness would be Jason. Well, who's Freddy Krueger? Well, who who exists Does anybody mainly slash? in dreams or in like your nightmares? Well, it would be, it would be the the uh, the cryptics, maybe. Yeah, especially although they're they're more like specters, like haunts. You know, like yeah, they're, they're not, like more poltergeist. They're not playing with you. Yeah, they're not like yeah. They're, it's they're more like not the conjuring a, or something. Yeah, it's it's a bit more bit more spooktacular on that front. Um, we talk about them 
hmm. for a little while in the upcoming episode here. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about them last year and how creepy that was. Mm-hmm. The Freddy character is different because I don't know if there is an archetype like him. He no. is very, very unique. You know, he his is, slapstick comedy and yeah. absolute, like, brutal... <laughs> <laughs> the gruesome killings. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. I don't know if I had to pick a character who is most like him. I might even pick Wit at this point. Yeah, um, I, just I, simply because of his stories and sarcasm. Yeah, and, I could see that. He's the um, only one who thinks some of the stuff is funny. You yeah. know, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. For sure. What about the the other silent killer, the the Michael Myers? Well, Michael is there, Myers is, is a gruesome, very similar to to Jason Voorhees in that. You know, they're slow yeah. and lumbering and... We're forgetting the Blackthorn here too. Now you have a, a, a nup on me there because you, I, m- I you know might a little know bit more about, about the Blackthorn. The Black... Yeah, um, yeah I, don't, I don't know. Uh, don't, don't give anything away. No, though, of course so I don't. won't. Um, but who's <clears throat> Michael Myers? It's, uh, that's a tough one. It would have mm-hmm. to be, let's say he is Marais. <laughs> oh. Because okay. Marais is kind of always where you don't expect him to be. Right. Um, he gets the drop on you more often than you want him yeah. to. Yeah. Because um, like Mike Myers seems to move without movement. You know what I mean? At least Jason yeah. Voorhees, you can see him slowly walking from the barn after you. And then you always <laughs> end up tripping on a root of a tree. There's always a root of a yeah. tree that you trip on. Whereas Michael Myers, you don't see him until you turn the corner and he's there again. And he's there. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> <laughs> he does do the slow walk towards you too though yeah uh, michael especially in some of the earlier uh films yeah yeah maybe it's a stretch in terms of finding these elements. there are horror elements in stormlight but it's not it's not a massive component no um not in the same way as uh as uh as these slashers perhaps there would have been other films that we could have compared it to i think nail terms- is probably the closest to <clears throat> a um, classic slasher bad guy we have, you know, when he kills Yim, right. The shoemaker, yeah. the cobbler, yeah. um, his rigidity and his, you know, feeling that everything that he does is purposeful and on the right side, you're, there's, there's no talking to him though. Right. Someone does eventually talk to him and change his mind a little bit, but I would also say the, um, whatever it is that the, Parshendi and the Parshman are turning into is pretty yeah. scary. And right where we are right now in Oathbringer, which is the very beginning, we don't really know anything. And the unknown is even scarier than the known, I think. I I feel like the the transformation of the Parshman um and the and the Parshendi um is most like zombies to me. Right. It's it's a little more fantastical in terms of what they mm-hmm. can do. Mm-hmm. I see it. Than, than zombies, but, but the threat is kind of similar to a zombie. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned in the episode that's about to come up here that people are about to listen to mm-hmm. how much you, how much zombies freak you out. And it's they the do. thing that you don't like the most. So <laughs> I don't like, them well, let's, uh, let's get the, let the people get to it and listen to the episode. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone.
welcome to the show. Uh, I'm your host, Sean Q, and uh, with me, as always, is the uh, scariest guy I know, Mr. Clive Barker himself. Huh? Clive? It's Jack. What's up, man? <laughs> How are you, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, just right at the top here. I am here. enjoying uh, this return Return of the mic. Return of the mic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us here today our original mic for this podcast. Yeah. Back in full swing. So I hope you enjoy the sweet sounds of our voice through the original mic for the Storm Pod. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Return of the mic. We are uh, at uh, my, uh, Craftmaster Mike's in-laws cottage. Um, we've been here for a couple of days. We figured we'd do a little bonus episode. Little our audio bonus material. Hmm, our audio is going to sound a little different than it normally does because normally Jack records at his place on his track. I record at my place with better mics. But now we've got a mic in the middle of the room. We're sitting here enjoying coffee, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna chat a little bit about uh, Halloween and Halloween. how and any kind of Halloween elements that we have in the Stormlight Archive so far. There's some spooky stuff. Yeah, so we're we're almost done part two of Words of Radiance. So anything yes. that we talk about is going to be everything before that. Um, so yeah, just to be aware of what we're going to be talking about. Well, what what scares... Well, do you want me to you want you want you want to put it to me or you want you well, want to start? Well, you go ahead and uh, take it. Well, uh, we got some stuff to talk about. So, well, what, what, what are your uh, initial thoughts here? Well, I, I I agreed with some of the things you were saying to me earlier today. That so maybe we should start with these uh, with these cryptics. Sure. Yeah. I mean that is one of I think the more creepy elements. Absolutely. So far introduced, especially in Way of Kings, when Shalon is experiencing that for the first time where yeah, in Carbranth. Where she's doing yeah, exactly. Where she's doing the, the sketches and wasn't there a moment where she's doing it and they're in the room? Yeah, so she's um the um the king finds out that she's a really great sketch artist, right. a Teravangian, whom himself is probably a character in a horror movie. We can well, talk about that so a little later. That, but I, that I wanna list as what I think is act like so there's all these things in, in, in it so far that are like you know, scary, like the, the chasm fiends are, are scary, they're yeah. scary monsters. You've got the cryptics that are that are scary, but the Teravangian story, mm-hmm. that for me would have been like the most scary thing. Yeah. A guy this that's... This big reveal at the end. A guy that's promising to be good, everything's, you know, on the... Builds on the hospitals wherever he goes. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then it's this horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. Like... That's a horror movie. Yeah, for like, sure. That's it is. really terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. It's it's definitely one of the more classic turns um, in like a, a horror movie thing. You think you're safe. Yeah. Maybe you're in a hospital. Maybe yeah. you're somewhere safe. You think. Well, you trust this character the entire way through right. the narrative, and then and then all of a sudden the drop. Similar to the horror of the murder room that was Amaran. Right. Same thing. Horrible. Right. Like, yeah, the red carpet. The trail. There's definitely themes like, that are, are, are like that throughout. But let's get back to the cryptics, because you're right. I think that visually, the most horror-like scenes in Stormlight Archive so far are these scenes you're talking about where, um, you know, Shalon draws Teravangian, and in the background oh, yeah. she sees this mysterious figure. Yeah. And then she does it again with Capsule. She sees this mysterious figure in the paint and the, yeah. uh, the, uh, the sketch that she does. Yeah. And then she's running down the hallway sketching, and she can see that they're yeah. all around her. Right. She ends up in the room at the that, end of that scene, in Yasna's room. And, yeah, you got goosebumps, eh? Yeah, that's really creepy. And then she ends up in the, <laughs> at the end of that scene in Yasna's room, and she's sketching because she, all she can do, she can't see 
see them with her own eyes, but she can see them in her sketches. So right. see, she sketches the room, and right. she's completely surrounded by these right. scary, symbol-headed creatures with these angular-lined robes. Yeah, and symbol heads, and like symbol heads. Like, for me, like the way they look is probably a part of the horror element for sure. Right, but. It's the fact that it's the it's what's there that you can't see, but it's there when you interpret. So she interprets the sketch, right? And it's like that for me is really unnerving. The scary thing is you not being able to see them with your own eyes and right. having to rely on this other way of right. knowing they're there. That's just super scary. It's really and she's frantically <laughs> drawing. She's freaked out. She's yeah. frantically drawing yeah. to know how many she's surrounded right. by. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a really neat. Uh, idea for, for horror is that you're you're trying to figure out where the thread is right. and you're doing it by frantically trying okay where are they now and, right. you're, and you're drawing it and then right. looking right like whoa yeah I mean Sanderson really could have expanded on that if he'd wanted to for sure he didn't didn't quite go down the horror like doorway mm -hmm. or you know but just enough to make you feel uncomfortable right right, right. It, when we covered it for the pod in the first season it definitely I, I, I didn't really stand out as a very uh, horror oriented element until you were like this is fucking creepy Creepy. Oh, and then I'm yeah. like, you know what? It is. I had already it's, read it, so the creep had worn off by then, right? right? Now we're in Words of Radiance. We're friends with Pattern. Right. He's so, so fun. This is it. So it's so funny that I, I really like that for me when I was first reading it and just, you know, interpreting it in my mind. And it's this, like, obvious threat or certainly, you know, sinister, mysterious. And yeah. it turns out to be, well, it seems to be okay. Mm, on. You've got... So you've, playful. Yeah, like, you got... Yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it's neat. Mm -hmm. It's really so, cool. So, yeah, I, I think one of the things that uh, Sanderson does well with these horror elements is... Um, is the unknown is the thing that's the most scary. Like, we, did, we were afraid of the cryptics because yeah. we didn't know what it was, right? We didn't know what they were. And then now that we know, now that we have more information, oh, they're not actually that bad. They're pretty cute. They are lie spread, which is not the greatest thing. But... They're not. They're not threatening. They weren't there to kill Shalon. No. They were there to remind Shalon. Hey, we're in your life. Remember? Yeah. Don't forget about us. Don't forget about us. Yeah. 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 It's neat. Um, you mentioned uh, that the, the, that the chasm, that the chasms themselves. Yeah. Like the shattered planes, like the cracks, the crevices, mm. the darkness, yeah. the, the abyss. The long hallway, mm -hmm. surrounded by all these dead corpses, the death that uh, that is in there. Yeah, the the chasm fiend scratches along the walls. Right. Yeah, it's, it's really scary. What, 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 <laughs> that alone is scary, and of course, the potential for what could be in the chasms. Mm -hmm. Right. That's scary, and you know that there are chasm fiends. Well, they know that they are because they see them. Right. So that's scary. At any turn. There could be a chasm fiend, right? And they say when they first go down there for their first salvage operation, the yeah. Ridge Four we're talking about yeah. here, they're like, "We could all be dead in like minutes if a chasm fiend comes around that corner. Yeah. It'll just eat all of us, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. Yeah. And none just, of them have shard blades. None of them it. have shard plate. They'll just send in another bridge crew. Right, right. They're expendable. They're ex totally expendable. Yeah. Right, which is scary in itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the chasm, the chasm is scary. The, the, of course, the chasm fiends are scary. The great, great thing about the chasm. Let's just uh, yeah. uh, uh, linger on there for a second. The great thing about the chasms now, it's like 
pattern. Now that we know more about the chasms and we've spent more time there, it's become a place of rebirth and enjoyment for these men. Cal takes all these new recruits down yeah, there yeah, I know. to feel part of the group, feel part of the yeah. uh, of the club of Bridge Four, and these <laughs> men get reborn. They get names. Yeah. They get reborn. Yeah. They get training down there, and yeah. it's no longer a place of darkness. You know, right. there's that moment when Cal's standing at the edge of the honor chasm, yeah. looking down, and his death is awaiting him. Yeah, yeah. And then, really, in truth, his rebirth awaited him down there, yeah, right? Yeah. So, when you take the stigma, so he presents this thing as scary, and then it reveals, ah, oh, not as scary as you thought, yeah, you know? Yeah, so the, the, hor the horror elements are, you know, I suppose it's the potential. So, for instance, this potential threat of the Parshendi. Right. This looming threat, you call it, right? Yeah, the looming threat of, of potential. Right. If it turns out that, that Yasna's, I guess, initial concerns mm -hmm. turn out to be true. Right. Because that's really creepy too. You know, you've got the servants in the house. Yeah. The um the parchmen are, you know, they seem to be, you know, very innocuous docile and yeah, and docile. They they do what they're told. And, right. But then one day they can turn on you? What's the potential of right. that? Yeah, that's scary I, in itself that, too. The potential of that is really scary. Mm -hmm. Um we mentioned Terabangian. I think that's for me like it's like a mad scientist type of horror, right? Yeah. It's like this, like, um, human centipede or something scientist. like that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I never, never seen it. Me I know neither. what it's about. But it's this, like, uh, you know, you're, you're kidnapped and then these crazy bad things are done to you. Yeah. And the person who's doing them to you thinks that they're trying to save the world. It's so yeah. messed up. He's so, like, he's so kind and, right. and, and gentle. And you treat a child would trust him, you know. Implicitly, right. It's that line he says to Zeth, like, "And we are uh, two men of one heart." Yeah. And Zeth's like, "I'm nothing like nothing you. like you." you know, yeah, like, right. And yeah. that's and that's coming from Zeth. Right. Think right. of that. Yeah, because Teravangian is doing horrible things and thinks he's saving the world, right. and Zeth is doing horrible things, crying the entire time through right. it because he just can't handle. And he's he, doing so many bad things, yeah. and he feels so guilty about it. And he's like, "I'm not. I'm nothing. I'm not anywhere near as bad as you." Yeah. Meanwhile, he's the assassin. Yeah, and he like wants to kill him, that's but crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's so. Yeah. Yeah, it's really awesome. So um, yeah, Teravangian is really definitely one of the most horrific characters in the story so far. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. Can't wait to read more about him because uh, more about him is coming up. So, mm. um, but yeah, we have. Um, let's let's kind of shoot off some quick ones here. Uh, Midnight Essences. Those are the uh, like creepy black oh, monsters yeah. down in our fights in that down first vision. I totally imagined them like you know like Venom. Um, and like uh, you know, just these you know abstract, mm -hmm. formless, but because they could change their shape somewhat, couldn't they? I don't think so. But oh, because no? they were so dark, it was really hard to see what they what looked they like. were. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard to tell what you're fighting. Yeah, they're so dark and black and so foreign to anything that uh, yeah. Dalinar ever very saw. Alien. It's very alien yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, I would Venom, yes, but I say alien too. Like these alien monsters you know are. There, there's a monster that that might even look a little like them. Uh, well, not in the in terms of the darkness component, but uh, uh, not Ready Player. Um, what's the uh, Tom Cruise film? Edge of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, those things. Those yeah, weird creatures. Very like, very similar, for like, like quadrupeds, um, yeah. kind of like dog-like or like yeah, yeah and but uh, really quick and fast yeah. and threatening. Like yeah, I yeah, know those. Those are things great. are awesome too, man. Midnight Essence. What a great movie! What a great movie those uh, that that Edge of Tomorrow is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Midnight Essence is definitely. I oh, I think when we recorded it, I said that it reminded me of Pitch Black. You know that Vin Diesel movie. 
with yeah, those those yeah, creatures yeah. he's stuck the on that planet. I, I like that first pitch block. Me too. I it's like really that. great. I mean, I really like uh, the Riddick the Chronicles of Riddick too, but that's a completely different kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in that things. in that pitch black movie, you know, he's surrounded by thousands of these things. He's on a hilltop yeah. trying to protect people, and then Dalinar ends up up there with yeah. you know the guy that he's you know take his body taken over. Yeah. yeah, he's inhabiting this guy, and this guy is protecting his son or his child and his wife. His wife. Yeah. And they're all over the place, and if not for the grace of the shard bears that come down and save them, they would right. have died, right? Um, yeah, so yeah, Midnight Nesses are cr- that's super horrible. creepy. Yeah, that's super creepy. Mm-hmm. That's super Halloween-y. Um, we, uh, while talking about these threats that are like kind of, um, uh, that we don't know much about, uh, White yeah. Spines is something that uh, that has been yeah. brought up in the series so far. These like, you know, really vicious animals that exist out in the wild. We've never seen a white spine. No. Um, we've not seen any white spine attacks, but we did no. see the result of one when um, uh, Bright Lord Rashon and his son came to Lyran and for healing. they were healing. so injured. Oh, they were Destroyed, mangled. mangled, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of neat that I, the fight, that the actual battle against these things happened off book, and we saw the result. Very horror movie-like, yeah, you yeah. know? Without any good reason at all. The, the thing that always came to mind for me with White Spine is the cat-like monster in Attack of the Clones that they had in mm. when they were uh, tied up and they had right. to fight these three monsters. Yeah, the one that had the big smile, big yeah. teeth. Well, yeah, and, and, maybe, and maybe, I don't you know I don't know if that's a component yeah. of the White Spine, but just like the color of the I think it's been described and, like a cat-like monster. Yeah, like maybe, a, eh? Some kind of like saber-tooth type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I think that might be why you're getting that. Because yeah, yeah. Um, you'll, you'll get to see a White Spine later. Oh, and, really? Oh, yeah. Well, you'll get to see a Shallan Sketch. Hey, shouldn't be talking. Oh, that. spoilers! Spoilers! Ah, Jonathan. Try to try to forget that. <laughs> try to forget that. Yeah, yeah. You won't remember that by the time we get there. Anyways. Deleted. Deleted. Um, so yeah, we mentioned the chasms, but let's talk about chasm fiends. Okay. These are like the big monsters of the world. They are right. You know, I almost wish that there was more. You know, maybe <laughs> like bloodshed and gore from them. You know, right, where it, like they you know use their massive claws and just you know you know destroy guys, tear them mm. apart, throw them yeah. around the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. But Sanderson doesn't quite go for that kind no. of. Uh, he he, he kind of gives these these chasm fiends this like um, um, scary majesty. You know, the parsh uh, yeah, parchment they, they, or the parchment you see yeah. them as gods. Um, when yeah. Dalinar and them go to fight them, there Dalinar gives them all the respect and honor. We can't take these things lightly they will destroy us we have right. to fight them the right way right, right so yeah there's a little bit of majesty yeah. there but they are definitely fucking scary creatures well, imagine one of them lumbering across the yeah. there's no way we it's, wouldn't be able to survive that can't. where do you hide yeah where right. do you hide against a freaking big monster like that yeah yeah so that's really cool that's i feel like that's a little bit of a chasm fiend especially the really large ones has a little bit of a godzilla type yeah you know these just overwhelmingly huge monsters yeah. what do you do against that right yeah what do you do yeah so but, the threat that's always scared me in horror um, are zombies. Ooh. That's my that's my kryptonite. I that's love I love horror like, movies. Yeah. I like I like the old slashers of the eighties because that was my that was my time, and I really love the Hammer horror movies out of Great Britain from the seventies. I love those, and even going back further, I'm a huge Vincent Price fan. So right. I like all that kind of classic, you yeah. know, Con Palace. Paramount so, monsters like Wolfman, I love the, Dracula, the Universal stuff, monsters. Yeah, yeah I love I love all the original, you mm. know, those those things. And those aren't necessarily in in this series so far, but there are aspects. Yeah. Um, like so, for instance, if if the Parshman or any people 
turn out to be this you know massive threat that wakes up and starts wreaking havoc that's like a zombie right uh, right because they're everywhere and really they are zombies right now they're they kind of are they're sleeping in zombies, their form yeah. but that, but that's the thing that's really interesting is learning about the forms is right is are they actually just a sleeping zombie or are they choosing that form right. on purpose with the potential of being able to step out of it and yeah. then do something. Because the parchment, the ones that are like spread out over all of Roshar, right. are, we learn that they're slave form and right. have no spren. Have no spren. So right. it's almost like, you know, in, in The Walking Dead, they discover that um, everyone has the sickness inside them. Right. And as soon as they die for no, you don't even have to be bitten by a, a zombie anymore. Right. If you die, your body will come back as a zombie. So that threat is real and it's, ever present no matter what you do you could cut yourself yeah. bleed out and then now you're eating your family the you thing, know what I mean the thing for me with zombies I just okay, I'm just gonna totally admit it it's the it's the it's the grody McCody factor for me it's just gross it's grody <laughs> McCody I can't do heavy grody McCody I watched uh, Peter Jackson's Dead Alive yeah where it was just someone's got in, in the scene of the movie I mean it's a it's a camp classic Amazing right. fest, right? It's yeah. just blood everywhere. It's this room filled with zombies, and there's a guy holding a, I think he's holding a lawnmower up yeah. and just like carving through an entire room <laughs> of them, you know? It's crazy. And it's just, it's it's fun, yeah. but I just, I get creeped out. I can't do it. You'd probably be more okay with campier zombie movies, but when it gets to be serious, like you, I think you mentioned to me before that it's the bleak hopelessness of zombie movies that you don't like. The Grody McCody combined with uh, No Hope, and why is there no hope with zombies? Because it's the one villain that actually does keep coming. Right. Like if you, even if, if they're if, slow and lumbering, if you go to if you go to classic slashers, eventually it's over. Yes, they come back and they do another movie, but there is a, um, it's 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 over. Like right. you know, uh, Michael Myers is uh, put in jail or mm. he's missing or whatever. Like it, it it sort of stops for a while. Yeah. With zombies? No. No. That's just going on and on it and is. on forever in perpetuity, and that for me, like combined with the Grody McCody, yeah. Like I I don't want to live through that. Yeah, that's like, crazy. I'm out. Yeah. It's like I've always said, if if a zombie apocalypse happened, like. I'm either out of You're here the first one dead. or I have to call my friend. I'm like, uh, who do I know that... Uh, who could protect that, me? That has a shotgun. Like, you know uh, you know who it is? It's Mike. <laughs> I know. They call Mike. right here. Craftmaster Mike. You want to come and uh, sit with us and yeah. talk about horror movies for a bit? Hey, Mike, what do I do in a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> We're at the cottage. Mike, uh, uh, Mike just... Uh, Craftmaster Mike just woke up. And um, let's uh, get him to pull over uh, a chair here. <laughs> oh. Good morning. Yeah, I paused it. Go ahead. Good morning, everyone. Good so, morning, uh, good so Mike, morning. what are you? What are your thoughts on like horror movies and uh, and like we're talking about zombies right now? Are you uh, pro zombies? Uh, I'm all right. I'm okay with zombies. You're yeah. okay with zombies. <laughs> but I am definitely calling you first when the zombie apocalypse happens because I am going to be absolutely useless. Yeah. Then we're going <laughs> to my buddy Scott's place, who's got all the guns. Right. Ledoux, Ledoux is definitely the guy you want on your team. He's the <laughs> Daryl of the guys I know. Yeah. You know, uh, sure. I, I remember in grade nine going to his house and he's teaching me how to use a, uh, a bow, like an actual bow, not like a crossbow, but a, like a composite bow. And we're shooting bow and arrows in his basement. Um, so this guy is prepared. He can live off the land. You know, he could hunt and fish and protect you. Uh, so if uh, Scott Ledoux is listening, I love you, buddy. Uh, please protect us. <laughs> <laughs> when, when the person has a 
two gun cabinets, and one gun cabinet is dedicated just for ammo. You know you're okay. <laughs> you know you're okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll call it the stronghold. Yeah. Ladue's place is the, the stronghold. So again, I, actually, on, on that note, like, I'm not sure what scares me more now: zombies or or all the guns. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. I, I'm not really. I'm, I fully admit, I'm not a fan. The, of the zombies are coming for your they guns. They do That's scare me. I'm, to, I'm probably going to side with Eugene from Tangled and go with the frying pan as like the weapon of choice yeah. that actually would do the best. Well, isn't, the that, isn't it Rapunzel that uses the frying pan? No, it's Eugene. I'm pretty sure it's Rapunzel. You, no, it's, she hits well, Eugene in she, the head with the frying pan. She hits Eugene, and then he discovers the frying pan and starts using it. Oh, does he later? And goes, oh. and goes who knew, right? Like, oh, right. Yeah, how yeah, that's how right, handy. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And sorry, I'm saying Eugene, Eugene, but what's his other name? In the, in the um, it's a uh, um, something Strider, uh, um, Striker. Uh, no, it's not it. Where's uh, the producer? We literally have. We don't have a producer because we're out in the country. We're in the lake. But we don't have any internet right now, so we can't look this up. How did I insert Tangled into a horror movie? Comment. We got to. Got to keep it back to horror. Um. Yeah. So. My, um, my bad. I don't. I don't think your bleakness uh, you're talking about earlier is is totally right. With regards to the zombies. Yeah. Like there is seven billion people on the planet. Yeah. After the first five years, you a lot of zombies. A lot of population will become zombies, but a lot yeah. of them will decay. Right, you gotta. If you can survive five years, I think it might be zombies okay. will decay. Okay, I, I see again. If zombies decay, if that's the deal. That's that's my glimmer of hope. Exactly, and that's what I need. It's right. like a glimmer, glimmer of hope. hope. If it's well, I be, think that's funny. If it's going to be nothing but Grody McCody and how it's going to bring out the worst in people right. in terms of their morality ethics it goes out the door. And, you know, in conjunction with everything you're fighting, like oh my god, it's just. What I find is that it's so heavy. Right. It's a load. It's such a. It, but I think that's what. I, you know what it what, is? It's the bridge. It's right. like, oh my god, how it's much the more? The bridge, yeah. How much more can these people handle? For sure, people. And people I'm, who are I, surviving a zombie apocalypse are I, definitely carrying a bridge. For sure. I think that's what is happening in Walking Dead. I haven't seen the show, so I, it, I yeah. can't. I can't attest. I haven't watched it in years, but Neither but right. I, I think that uh, you know the bleakness of a zombie apocalypse uh, um, uh, story is is there. Because hope does still exist in it. Yeah. Without any kind of hope, without these small people banding together, and you know, you'll have these stories in zombie apocalypse where there will be children and you have to protect the children so you're surviving for them. There's all this, you know, hope that's in baked into these stories, give right? Give me vampires, give me my favorite, which is the creature of the black lagoon. Well let's talk about vampires for give a second a because um, I mean this is not just a Stormlight Archive podcast, but we're talking about horror movies because it's a Halloween episode. Mm. And um, we just talked a little bit briefly yesterday about mm. the fact that Anne Rice is coming out with with a interview with the Vampire TV series yeah, on, uh, yeah, on uh, FX or on either on FX or on AMC. I'm not yeah. sure which one it is, but um, man, I'm super excited for that. Like I, I read, I've read all the books. Yeah. I absolutely love Lestat as a character. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, that Brad Pitt Tom Cruise movie is really wicked. It's really great. It's really too bad that they didn't have the rest of the movies or movie, the other yeah, one, be yeah. as good as that right. first one. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited to see what Anne Rice and yeah. her son will do. Yeah, me too. Apparently they're going to bring in the, the Witching Hour series into it too, so that it's this whole Anne Rice verse that's going to be developed. So when, when I read Queen of the Damned, and, I, and I, enjoyed, I enjoyed many aspects of the movie version of it too, um, but the Queen of the Damned, like the idea of this Egyptian... You know, ancient vampire that hasn't moved right. in thousands of years. Mm -hmm. 
that really got to me in the reading. Yeah, I was really, really cool. creeped out by that. Yeah, that's, it's really good. Yeah. It's, it's great. I, I love the aspects of, you know, Lestat kind of being a punk rocker yeah. and like being like a, well, yeah. like a world famous musician. Why wouldn't he choose that? Right. Of course he would. Especially yeah. when Anne Rice was writing, which was at the height of grunge, right? Right, yeah. So like, it's really cool. Rock and roll was prevalent. Yeah. And like, it's, it's kind of baked into go, the. I'm going to do this. Of course I am. Why I want to be famous. So yeah. what's the best way to be famous yeah, yeah, right now? Yeah, let's yeah. let's yeah. make music. And yeah. in the story, the music he wrote was great, you know? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, any other vampire tales that you guys like? Obviously, Bram Stoker's is amazing. <sighs> Hammer Horror Films, Christopher Lee. What about uh, what about these uh, Castlevania um, animations on uh, they're Netflix? They're fantastic. I've never seen them. Yeah, oh, they're really, really yeah, good. They're really yeah. good. They're very, very gory, very like hell on earth type representations. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah, mm. and the animation's killer. Mm, it's really good. Um, yeah, the vampires. I, I, yeah, I, Anne Rice. That's one of my favorite. One of my favorite vampire mm. uh, st- uh, tales. Do you include the Lost Boys in horror? I, I guess. Mean, yeah, you yeah, do. So, and that movie for me, that was a big deal. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. I think it was '87. Yeah, I think when so. When it came out, it's near the end of the '80s. And I loved how it had levity with with the two Corys, of right? Course. You got the Corys in there. Plus, uh, who was the guy? Who was the third guy in Lost Boys? Oh, the second brother to the Frog Boys. Damn, I wish I could remember his name. Damn, because, I wish we had internet. Because, because he... Yeah, we don't have any internet out here. Can't do yeah. any research No, out can't here. produce the show, but... <laughs> Shark guy, but yeah. dark hair. Lost Boys, fantastic. Like, one oh, of yeah. the primo... Kiefer? Come on. Fright Nights. I also like really... I really like Fright, Fright Nights, Nights back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I love those. Those yeah. are great. Um, yeah, so... Um, what else? What are your uh, What are your favorite horror movies, Mike? What's your, What's one of your favorite horror I movies? I don't really watch horror movies. I'm a lot of fan of the new movies at all because yeah. I find they're all just loud jump scares. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, I, oh, the whole Conjuring series. Oh yeah, don't like it. You go in the theater, it's just waiting for something to happen, a bunch of suspense, and something really loud. It's not necessarily scary. Right. So you don't it's like just, you don't oh, like oh oh this thing pops up. So you don't like balloons because the potential for something to pop and give you a little fright. A good, a good. Uh, um, <laughs> but it's good not. Ca- it's a, not a horror movie like in the classic, like when you're talking about watching the vampire, like a, or a slasher movie like, or something. Yeah, exactly. The slasher movies are jump scares too, yeah. but but they're different, right? They're a little different than them. Yeah, you know, now. it's kind of coming up, but those ones are just. But it's the theaters now with the, the speakers and the darkness, and yeah. they just make it so loud. And even yeah. with the, the seats now that move, yeah. What's going to happen when you, you're definitely going to get jumped? And that's what they're kind of banking on. Mm-hmm. Like you know, really horror stuff, like some of those hostile movies, like that stuff is messed up. Okay, so you so like I, you hate torture horror then? Torture, yeah. torture yeah. horror, torture porn. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I saw hostile that I'm not, stuff. I'm not into that. I know many people are. I'll say this: but Saw, the first Saw movie, is phenomenal. Because of the ending, right? It's phenomenal. Yeah. But then after everything else, like the the shine, like is a little bit lost. Uh, the after I didn't really like any of the other ones. I only yeah, watched a couple yeah. of them afterwards. But that first movie is okay. Amazing. So you hit my kryptonite when you said the word shine because the shining, shining yeah. scares me. Yeah, that's a I lot know of it doesn't scare everybody, but the music of the shining, Kubrick's slow camera movement. And like really sudden, stark images, and really fast-paced, like zooming on certain things, like the horrifying visage of the two girls in the mm-hmm. hallway. Which to this day, I can't handle it. Yeah. I, just, I literally, if I watch that movie alone in the dark, I'm, I'm a mess. Like, yeah, I can't do it. The uh, the and the acting, just the performances. Well, Jack and, that, is, uh, and Shelley. Yeah. Shelley is Shelley makes the movie. 
Oh, Jack's really great in it, but Shelly makes the movie. We are Shelly, right? Crazy We're the ones good. who are yeah, there, yeah. stuck in terrified, this, right, yeah, out of right. our minds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She has and one of the most terrified faces in in horror. I yeah, think. Yeah, you know, like just so creepy. Yeah, it's, so, it's a, and the reading of that of that novel. That's the only novel I've read where I had to like almost like put it down and yeah. walk away. Like yeah. there were moments in it I just couldn't handle. It. Yeah, like turning that hotel into into a uh, a villain like the hotel itself is the villain yeah oh man forget it yeah when you're when your bad guy is not a straightforward bad guy it's, it's a, hard to understand it's a building it's yeah. like this it's like these cryptics we're talking about in stormlight archive yeah, and yeah. some when you can't understand the thing that you're afraid of it makes it even more scary yeah, yeah. because if it's something that you can understand like oh it's a zombie i just got to shoot him in the head i got to be faster than it it's something quantifiable that we can understand but when it's something that is abstract and we don't get it yeah. Like you know, a good, a good. You were saying that you know, like modern movies, modern horror movies are like jump scares. Yeah, possession a, is the other. Thing. Right. A good example of that being the opposite of that is Hereditary. Hereditary, almost the whole movie is yeah, all atmosphere, movie. music, acting, no jump scares right. until something happens near the end. Yeah. And it's by the time you get to that thing at the end, <laughs> he's creeped you out so much the entire yeah. movie yeah. that you're like, what the fuck is about to happen? Yeah, it's, it's so it's, good. It's unnerving. Yeah, it's yeah. very unnerving. Yeah. It's a different kind of scary. I gotta list this one as one of my all-time favorite horrors. Um, maybe you might put it in suspense thriller, but it's a, it's a ghost story ultimately. Best one of the best reveals in in, in Hollywood, in, in my opinion, it's The Others with Nicole Kidman. I don't know if I've seen yeah. that. That reveal, if you've never seen it and you watch it for the first time, like I, I just went to the theater. I heard right. it was out, had great reviews. I I would take in horror movies here and there, and I really love ghost stories. And I watched it, and I just was delighted. I loved it. If you haven't seen it, Sean, honestly, it's got one of the greatest twists ever, especially if you don't see it coming. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the shining where they're they're in a, a big house for the setting location kind of horror film. Where oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a whole other subgenre of horror, right? Is a place that you don't leave and that is really scary. You know, yeah, yeah. That like that season of uh, that Netflix ghost story season, the uh, um, Haunting of Hill House. That oh, that was that's that what that's what scares me the most. That was really the thing that good. scared me the most yeah. my whole life is it the original Tim Curry. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, but a really close second to that was Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. I, I watched that show and absolutely loved it as I oh, watched it's, it. It's, and the moment I turned it off, it's glorious. that's when I was scared. The acting in that was off the chart. When I like, so I was the good. most scared not watching that show. I'd be walking around the house and I'd be constantly looking over my shoulder. I was so scared, but I was like, you know what? It's almost like you know when you eat like really spicy Doritos. As long as you keep eating them, there's no. It's not spicy. The moment you stop eating them, that's when the spice kicks in. You just got to keep eating. Got to keep eating. So that's what I did. I just kept watching and kept watching because I wasn't afraid watching the show. It was when I was not watching the show. That's when I was scared. Oh, really? I really love that. I think it's one of the best uh, seasons of TV that I ever watched. One of the it's best so horror things I ever watched. You know, the long shot that they do in the um, in the funeral home. Oh, now they, they another idea for me with the long shot. You ever see Exorcist three? Uh, I don't know if I've ever William, seen Exorcist William Friedkin. I know I've seen the first one for sure. Oh, I've seen the first one for sure. Exorc I don't know if I've seen two or three. I think among the horror fans that are out there uh, with the show, please, please, please let us know. Uh, Exorcist three is definitely up there in the top, you know, top twenty probably best horror movies ever. It's got some fantastic like long, sh the long shot hallway in the hospital. 
I, w- I don't want to ruin it for you guys if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, you got to see it. It's uh, uh, George C. Scott at his best. And I think it's Brad Dourif from Lord of the Rings fame and a variety of other movies. He's just fantastic, great character. He plays, uh, basically plays the villain. Okay. Uh, and yeah, if you haven't seen that one, take that one in. Oh, it's cool. unbelievable. Any other honorable mentions for uh, horror movies that you can think of? Something that scared you that you... Nightmare still scares me. Like uh, Freddy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, New Nightmare or... Uh, just the whole thing? Just the whole, the whole series? Of Freddy. Like, the, oh, when I was a kid Freddy. seeing Freddy and then... Hey, guess what? You just watched a movie with this guy's killing your dreams and, and then... Go to bed, kid. Right. And you're like, come on, man. And it's come the on. moments where they're taking medication to stay awake yes. so that they don't fall asleep. And it's like, that yeah. One, yeah. It's that. an impending doom again, right? It's like, yeah. as soon as you fall asleep, you're fucking dead. Yeah. The thing about Freddy that they did, that I know I'm going to be ostracized for this by the fans of Freddy, but I don't like the funny uncle. The campiness? The funny uncle part of him. Like, I, I like that. I, yeah. don't, I don't love the hokey. I like the dreams. But for me, dreams especially with horror they're more about nightmares when you make it hokey is that really a nightmare like for me I, I just wish that some of the slashers the classic mm. slashers I would have made them much darker yeah um, well it, but dreams are meant to be a fun place right for the most part yeah maybe but then you've got this guy who's kind of fun but any moment he's going to ram it's almost disarming inch nails up into you yeah, I know, I know. Right? It, it, I, I would, I would have to, you know, rewatch it and give you specifics of what I'm talking about. But, um, but yeah, the, the the hokey part of Freddy, I'm not into. I like the seriousness of what he's doing. Like best, best know. Freddy is New Nightmare, which is uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I like this the, is I a, really the like actress the, I like who plays concept, Nancy yeah. in the original mm-hmm. is an actress. Yes, and she's doing yeah. a tour with Robert England, yeah. and they're talking about the movies and like you know, and then. Freddy comes the out wall. of the yeah out of the, the, the movie wall. world and yeah. yeah breaks the fourth wall yeah. and comes after her. Yeah. It's the best one. Yeah. Maybe the maybe runner up or maybe even tied with that one. I think is Jenny uh, for Freddy versus Jason. I love Freddy versus Jason. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Other than that, that's that's yeah. That's a great movie. I gotta go back to the original for Freddy. I that's my favorite. Well, that's the darkest one. That's probably why you like. It. Yeah. It's the, the Johnny it, Depp one. As they yeah, got John, further on, they you got Johnny there. Depp's first first big movie. Um, you know. Uh, it doesn't get better. It definitely gets campier and hokier as it goes along. Yeah. That first one's really great. Yeah. And I would say New Nightmare is I like, fantastic. I like Dream Warriors because it's like it puts like a, a, a D&D party together right. to like fight. So let's dream, fight them. Let's kill them. I em. love the Dream Warrior idea. Um, I know how to kill Freddy, by the way. I figured it out. After oh. while, having watched all the movies in my life, oh. I figured it out. Okay. So the problem is, is that they kill Freddy. Right? Right. They fight him. They kill him. Yeah. But there's a little part of Freddy... Almost like in Harry Potter with a Horcrux. There's a little part of Freddy that still exists in the dream world. And so while he's in the dream world, he starts to rebuild his power. Right, right. Rebuild his power. Right. As people get more afraid of him, he gets stronger and stronger and he'll yeah. eventually come back. Yeah. What you gotta do is you gotta split the party. I know we always say don't split the party, <laughs> but you gotta split the party. Half the party's gotta kill Freddy in right. the real world when he comes across. Right. And the other half has to go into the dream world and kill him there as well. Yeah, perhaps. Well, because they, they came close to accomplishing that in Freddy vs. Jason. Right. They split Which is the why party. it's one of my favorites. They split the party and they have, you know, the, the girl is actually, you know, in the dream with him, dealing with him, and then yeah. they're trying to bring him out. Yeah. And then they do that, 
and then they've got Jason there to battle right. him. So they're using, yeah. you know, Godzilla so versus Mothra. But they like, bring him out into the real world, yeah. and Jason fights him, and that's all great. Yeah. But Freddy has left behind a piece of himself in the dream world to rebuild when he needs to. Yeah. So even yeah. if you kill him, Doesn't you got to go and kill the the baby worm version of him in the <laughs> dream world, right? <laughs> the, the, the tick hiding in the forest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think there's always going to be a way to bring those guys back. Like even in the latest Halloween, uh, that was written by who was the guy there? One of the the, the super funny guys, uh, Jordan Peele. Uh, didn't he write one? Didn't he do one? Jordan Peele did Halloween. Ha, I don't know. Oh well, speaking of, is it Peele that did uh, Us? Get, uh, he did and Us and Get Out. Get Out. Yeah, yeah though that's really scary. That's like stuff. a psychological horror. That's just like a it's mind fuck. Good though. Yeah. Like I watched uh, watched those recently with with my son. Have you seen Get Out? Wow. I know the story. So. Yeah, Get Out was incredible, and I, I really thought the concept for us was also. Really you know how scary the scariest moment in that movie is. But again, it's when so, he thinks it's he gets away. Zombie like for me, right? A little it's bit. Zombie, yeah. So it's like it gets to me. Like, when he gets he, when he nervous. gets out and he gets away, and he's on the road. In and us? Yeah, and no, and oh, wait, get no. out. Okay, get out. And he thinks he's free, and then he sees yeah. a cop car approaching, and he realizes yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah. Right, because they're never going to believe me. No, never. They're only going to believe the white people back there. Sure. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. And yeah. then it ends up being his buddy, little little yeah. Rel. Yeah, little Rel's here yeah. to save him, and you're like, <sighs> what a relief, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I was on the edge of my seat Absolutely. watching, it going, yeah. oh my god, this guy's so screwed. Well, because this is a horror movie, so right. you would expect, okay, the horror, the cops are coming. Yeah, there's the horror. It's bleak right. and desolate. He's going to be brought back. Well, yeah. these white people are going to go into his brain, and then yeah. he's going to have to live the rest of his life, yeah. like as like a you know in the sunken place. Over yeah, there, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's so great. What a so, good movie. Oh my god, it's incredible. Who would have thought? Like, I mean, wow. Like, what a talent. To be so good at comedy, yeah. and then enter into horror and, yeah. and just knock it out of the park. It sort of makes sense, right? Really cool. When you're when you're talented, you're talented, and yeah. Jordan Peele is clearly talented, oh my right? God, yeah. We, I think, was it you that we talked about not too long ago? Hmm. That I really want to see uh, um, uh, um, Keegan Michael uh, Key get. Is that his name, right? Keegan Michael Key. Uh, the yeah, other one? I think so. Yeah, the yeah, uh, the Key, guy with yeah, uh, yeah. Key and Peele. Key and Peele. Yeah. He he's done a lot of good work over the last little while, but like smaller roles here and there. Yeah. I want him to have as much success as possible. I really like him. He's so oh, funny. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like I just want him to be like you know the toast of the party and like <laughs> you know what I mean. I just I want him to have like the, a breakout movie that makes him a big star. He just deserves it. He's so yeah, great. yeah. Well, he he's a, he is a huge star, but you know. I, I know what you mean. It's just, yeah. they're, they're the dynamic duel. Yeah, he's, like, they're, they're so just, great. They're crazy. Yeah, they're so funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any uh, any other uh, thoughts on horror? I want I do want to talk about mm, cosplay a little well, bit, because it is a Halloween. Sucker, I'm a sucker, sucker, sucker for old gothic stuff. So right. I like, I really like creepy haunted houses. Um, that's why I love the, some of the old Vincent Price material. I love the classic warlock uh, storyline of the Haunted Palace. If you haven't seen the Haunted Palace, it's great. Cool. There's an uh, old movie from the, I think, late 50s or early 60s called Horror Hotel that precedes Psycho uh, yeah. and ha and delivers the exact kind of similar scenario where you put your your heroine in a situation and, uh, in this case, it's a university student and she's studying about witches and finds out that there's this town that has a coven or she might learn about witches or a coven yeah. in there. So she goes there to do research and they find out and they capture her and kill her. Wow. Like, it's just like Psycho. Right. In that aspect. That, kind of, that yeah. It has the same similarity. You're following your heroine, mm. and you put her in a situation, and she's dead. Yeah. Like, that's it. But then the worst part about Horror Hotel is 
these her friends come to try to find her, mm. and they go to this coven, and they kill them as well. Oh wow! Like it's horror hotel. Honestly, I, it's one of my absolute favorites. Christopher Lee again, and uh, I just love it when you know I like it when the bad guys win. You get to yeah. the end and you're like, you know, that's it. Like wow. That's it's funny you say that because that's what zombie movies are. The bad guy always wins. <sighs> yeah, it's it's just that. I find that there's a finite amount of threat to, like, let's say, a witch coven. Right. It's kind of contained, mm, and it's mm. its thing. But whereas I find what what ends up being a zombie concept is it ends up going, you know, national, international, global. It yeah. becomes this. Oh my god! Like, yeah. It's like an insect yeah, infestation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I don't know. So yeah, horror hotel for me, really, really great. And and actually, uh, Daniel Radcliffe was in a movie, I think it was in two of them, or maybe maybe two of them, called The Woman in Black. I've never seen that. Oh. Creepy, creepy old women in black rocking and rocking chairs yeah. and turning this suddenly to look at you. This like, uh, set back a number of years, like the 1600s, 1700s, yeah. isn't it? It's, Similar to, it's like, a period the piece, others. Like, yeah. It's a period piece, and it's really unnerving. I, like, when you're just constantly waiting in dark hallways for the threat to maybe that's part of what you don't like about horror movies or you know that sort of thing but for me that's it builds up so much tension and, and I'm feeling it too like I'm like okay, I'm not, I don't like this, this I'm, 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 I'm uncomfortable but that's 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 the point mm-hmm. you know it's if, if you're not if you're not getting scared yeah The Ring yeah The Ring was, was good yeah it was, just, a, it, was a, it was a scary one so many of the Japanese horror movies yeah that they converted over Oh my god! Any um, any standout uh, horror video games that you guys have liked over the course of your time? I know there's a lot of them. I don't I don't fuck with horror video games. I can't do it. Silent Hill, oh, shit like that. Fuck. I can't do that. I tried Silent. Hill. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's too scary for me. I couldn't do it. When I'm in control of the of the person who yeah. might be killed, I can't yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just not into it. I can play no. the Resident Evil ones because it's more of like a, a, a shoot 'em ups. Yeah. But like uh, like a Silent Hill type game, I'm not I'm not here for it at all. No, no, I, that's too creepy for we, me. We've done the House of the Dead one and two a lot on the Wii. Yeah, the classic Wii because yeah. it's the Wii and it's a shooter game. So I mean, it's, it scrolls through the game. You mm. just have the gun point at the TV and just yeah. shoot the zombies. Yeah. Well, we haven't Those brought we haven't brought up the classic Five Nights uh, uh, at Freddy's. What <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's? Is that what it's called? What this like you know game that the kids were playing on their on their uh, devices? It's this video video game where all these disturbing like uh, amusement park characters come alive and and. Spook you and catch it? No, I've never seen that. Oh, okay. Never heard of it either. Never heard of it? Five, five, night, five Nights at Freddy's? Five Nights at Freddy's? Hmm. No, no, I've never seen it. Oh, it's a big international thing. It's, it's, a, it's a video game. It's an app. Oh, weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and apparently Chris Columbus, the director of uh, Home Alone, was supposed to try to do the movie or something. No, you, 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 you no. never heard of Five Nights at Freddy's? No. Am I getting the name wrong? Five Nights awesome at Freddy's? Name, but... And producer, hello, hello, no internet. <laughs> so let's uh, let's pivot real quick here before we're done and talk about cosplay. This is a Halloween episode. Yeah, um, you know, uh, go- dressing up in costumes was primarily only a Halloween thing once yeah. a year, and now it's permeated the whole culture of you know you like something, you can dress up as it, and yeah. then not only is the craftsmanship yeah. and the detail work applauded yeah. but it's it's a whole thing now like yeah. they, you know I, I follow so many cosplayers and I have so much respect for the work they put in and how good everything looks like um, yeah. uh, what's your, what's your favorite costume that you've ever done for Halloween uh, Edward Scissorhands for me yeah 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 I dressed up as Edward Scissorhands in high school 
and I went to the metal shop, got a bunch of metal pieces, put them together as the best I could for scissors, went to the chemistry teacher and got some kind of a, 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 a agent to paint them so that they rusted up uh, and looked really, you know, menacing or whatever. Yeah. And I, I couldn't pull off the, the black leather strappings and belt buckles and so stuff just wore like black. that. So, so I wore the, the white t-shirt um, or the white shirt where he had the suspenders right. and the pants. So oh, right. I, so I pulled that off with the, right. you know, I had my hair long. And That's I probably the easier way to go than the leather straps for sure. The leather straps is just, you either have to... Buckles and all that how stuff. How are you going to yeah. do all that, you yeah, know, yeah. all that Tim Burton? It's a lot of belts. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of belts. So that, that was my favorite thing to dress up as. But in in... In the uh, uh, in, in the um, in Roshar in Way of Kings in this material, yeah. what character would I like to dress up? I just had sure. a thought: be fun to do a chasm fiend, and I'll tell you how. Remember in in the Dark Crystal, those beetle-like creatures, yeah, yeah. where you got a costume and you got a big bulb of shell on, yeah, and, and you're claws having, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Wouldn't that be so much fun? It would to be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! You'd have some like wires and stuff, yeah, and you can make all amazing. the like, little feet yeah, move and yeah. stuff. That'd be that'd be that'd be that would be a fun. hard build, I think. It'd be a hard build, but for those people that can do those things, yeah, yeah. it'd be fantastic. What about you, Mike? What's one of the favorite uh, costumes you've ever done? Because I know you're a big. We call you Craftmaster Mike for a reason. Yeah, I mean. I'm... We've done some really good ones over the time. Some one of the most fun ones we did was back in university, where uh, me and my roommate dressed up as Bo and Luke Duke. Nice, Bo and Luke Duke. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's not a hard costume. No. It's jeans and a plaid yeah. shirt. Yeah. But uh, we spent the day making this cardboard generally that we could actually <laughs> put over top of us and walk around in. Yeah, like and both of you would wear it. Yeah, exactly. We're both sitting in this like bright orange zero one car walking around the streets. Oh my, oh my god, that's god. so fun. That's yeah. fun. Held up by like suspenders or something no, or we ropes. We just had or... handles on the inside so we just kinda Oh you can get in, pick it up on either side of you. Walk down. And walk oh down. that's fun. <laughs> that's super fun. I'm gonna walk my, my, my Dodge Challenger <laughs> down the street. That's great. I remember, um, it. uh, it's not mine, but I remember when we, we used to throw these uh, Halloween parties. Mike used to come to them all the time. And it was costume. You had to have a costume to come in. Mm. And I remember Ben Hanna, a good friend of ours, Mike, we played ball, ball hockey with him. Hey, Ben, if you're listening. Um, he dressed up as Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. The costume. Oh, doctor? The costume. I think he dressed up as the David Tennant Doctor. David Tennant. Um, but the costume wasn't the thing. He brought the TARDIS with him. Nice. He got like a fridge box yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Painted and painted it and it. had it delivered. Like they, they, they brought it over yeah. and it put it on my lawn or in the front of my driveway. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I want you to come and see something. We went out there and we're like, are you fucking kidding me? You built the TARDIS? <laughs> so fucking cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, really, really cool. I've always wanted to at Halloween do that. Build a TARDIS. Yeah. Have my garage door open. Yeah. Put a black sheet, like a black material that hangs over the, the uh, opening of my, uh, my garage, garage. Door, yeah. put the TARDIS in the front, yeah. have the, uh, the front open up, and then you walk into the garage. Now, the garage is the inside of the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and then so the kids would have to come into the garage to get the candy, but it sounds really creepy. It right, sounds very, yeah, like, yeah. you know, very s sketch. Yeah. But I always had this vision of yeah, clearing out my yeah. garage to build a TARDIS Garage kind of thing, right? <laughs> so fun. things would be bigger on the inside. Right. You could have the center column with like you know like a motorized. It'd be really really cool. <laughs> That'd be fun, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. But uh, my favorite costume that I think I've ever done, I uh, 
I really, really loved my uh, Storm Shadow costume that I did for Halloween a, a bunch oh, of years yeah, ago. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I, I really meticulously worked on the painting of the the, the, cro uh, the cobra on the, the hood and on the coat, and I made these um, knee pads. And what I did with the knee pads was I took cardboard and I fold the cardboard up, yeah. put them down, and then taped them down with red tape. And then I did that all around a piece of cardboard, and I made the snake head out of cardboard and red tape and then I just tied them around my <laughs> knees and like I, I spent months on that costume yeah. and I and, and you know it was used for what four hours and then I yeah. I threw it out at the end I can't well, even believe I threw it out what else can you do with it I mean I would have saved it for at least five years and yeah. like you know like been like I'm really good or whatever yeah. you know what I mean so <laughs> but uh, yeah the, the, what, you about, mentioned, what about what you would wear so we talked about Adeline would be super fun to dress up as right. especially if you went very like your own way with it and mm -hmm. when like what would he wear unbridled right he's clearly into fashion right so what would he show up with there's yeah Adeline is a very interesting character because he's a military man yeah. he's uh, like a pretty much a high prince he's one yeah. of the most powerful people in the world yeah. and he likes to sit around and watch uh, look at fashion magazines and thinks about <laughs> the cut of his collar and, and I think that it would be the funnest version of Adeline to cosplay would be the full shard plate and shard oh, blade. Sure. Yeah. Like this over yeah. huge blade, you know. That has the, the waves. Yeah, the, the whatever pattern. The, he's got the, the one with the straight, too. he's got a straight back, waves at the top, yeah. and at the bottom of the hilt is that cluster of uh, crystals that stick out. Yeah, it's got like these. It's almost like uh, they almost look like uh, the crystals from Superman. You know, the ones that he used to build the yeah, uh, yeah, Fortress yeah. of Solitude. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's this cluster of them yeah. that are sticking out the, sticking bottom out the bottom of the of the sword. Cross guard or bottom of the at the oh, bottom at of the, the hilt, like uh, not on the like on the on the hilt, like just sticking right out of the sword. Yeah. I don't know really what it's for, but yeah. it just looks really cool. You don't know what it's for, okay? I mean, I mean, I don't even know if it has a purpose. It's just. Like, why is the yeah. one side wavy? Like, it's just the way that the sword was stylized by Do you Samson, actually right? not know, or are you just... I mean, I can't... Even if I did know, I can't tell you. No, so, no, yeah. I, just, I was just trying to yeah, see yeah, if I could me up there, yeah. 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 <laughs> but there, there are a lot of costumes that I think that uh, would work well with the uh, Stormlight, like... If I if I could pull it off, I would have loved to be a Yasna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, or, or I'll say this, if I if I were to show up as a, uh, as a you know, flamboyant uh, Adeline dressed up in something, you know, With wonderful. frills and I ascots and... I would love to have, you know, taken a date that would have been Yasna. Yeah. Yeah. To, 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 my, to my Halloween. Yeah, yeah. But if you could have dressed up as Yasna, you would have too. If I could, if I could pull it off, sure. Yeah. But I don't think I could pull no, it off. No, I don't think you could pull it off. No, I don't think I could pull it off either. No. I don't think Yasna's supposed to have a gut. I, I'm just, I'm just assuming. <laughs> but I don't think she's supposed to have uh, shapes there. Her shapes go other places. Her shape. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's right. I always thought it'd be really funny to dress up as Hoyd or Wit. Hoyd. Wit would be Because like, wonderful. it'd be easy, right? Yeah. You're just black hair, yeah. uh, black uh, shirt, black pants. Pretty much looks like Tobey yeah. Maguire in the third Spider-Man movie, just yeah. walking around all black and stuff. Yeah. But he, it's the insults that would be the fun part. You know what else would be fun too is to like walk around uh, whatever character you had that you picked. Yeah. Maybe except for a chasm beam, but you know what? You know, maybe even if you were a chasm beam, is to, is to carry around the different colored wines. 
or drinks. <laughs> right. Orange right? wine. Like, oh, like I'm drinking the orange today. I don't want to yeah. get too hammered. Yeah, or whatever. Too ha- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm drinking the purple. I'm yeah. He's going for it. This night's all purple. That would be like a detail to the cosplay that you would want to like only other fans would know that they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some some really cool Kaladin cosplay online. Um, well, Kaladin would be great. Like you mentioned earlier, that, that somebody would put like a wire of yeah. like a little seal like a on suspended your shoulder. Yeah, a seal that like kind of moves that's back and super forth. Fun, yeah. yeah that's him in the cold fun. and blue coat and stuff, and a like full, a full size seal. Yeah, full size. Uh, there is some seal cosplay too. That those are some great there cosplay has to too. Be. Full oh, yeah. size seal. Like, yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, there's there's a lot to, there's a lot to like about uh, Stormlight Archive when it comes to that. There, I mean, there are so many different cultures and people. Imagine dressing up as the Rock or as oh, Rock, yeah. yeah, and being able to use your voice. Yeah. Oh my. Uh, yeah. What's he say? The uh, air sick lowlanders. You, yeah, you air sick lowlanders. Yeah, yeah, I love it. it, it be, doing rock would be fun. Doing lopen would be fun too. You know, like to do, go do one of these and have only half an arm. <laughs> hey Gancho! Hey Gancho! You want or one of these what, shoutas? Or what about your version of Renarin? Oh, I would. I think I would definitely with be his speckled, very special brown hair with a little bit of blonde in it. <laughs> nice, nice cut colon blue. Oh, are we going out for Halloween, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have to be Renarin, oh right? Oh my God, Renarin! Yeah. That voice that kills me. Yeah. Oh you hated God. it at first, and I won you over. I, I hate, yeah. At first, I was like, "That's not how he sounds." And then you're like, "No, it is. That's how he sounds." And now, because you, it's like we were talking about earlier about the megaphone. Yeah. Now I'm starting to believe it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I yelled at you so much in the Renard yeah. voice, and now you, you're on my side. Well, yeah. you just keep it up, and keep it up. It's yeah. like, you know what? Now I'm starting to imagine Renard sounding yeah. like that. The, that's the, funny. Yeah. I think that's a. I think that's a perfect uh, place to end it uh, on the magnificence of my voice of, of Renard. The voice of Renard. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, just a little bonus episode here for Halloween. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, if you didn't, you can totally tell us you didn't because we'll always be here to listen. Uh, thanks a lot for listening and until uh, next time. Happy Halloween, everybody.